the views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality. December 3rd, 2021. Getting closer to that happy time. No, not the Trump administration, not just yet, but I'm talking about the holiday seasons. Um, just a quick reach out to all of my Jewish friends uh, from Georgia and around the country and around the world. Happy Hanukkah. Um, unfortunately, I got notification today that Hanukkah would be reduced to five nights this year instead of eight because of some supply chain issues. Other than that, we're fine. Well, you're talking to and listening to Mark the Shark, coming to you from Bite of Reality. This is our reality. So today I thought I'd start off with a little bit because the news has been incredibly fast-moving and incredibly, incredibly busy this week. It's been incredible. So I thought I'd start out with, as you usually see me do, I start off with a little education at the beginning of the program. And today I may speak a little quicker because there's a lot to cover. So we're going to look at what's called words of honor, actions of integrity. These are things no longer associated with the government. These are words and phrases that mean nothing more than the average American, than the phrase, I'll call you later, or the checks in the mail. They've become meaningless. What is integrity and what is honor? These words are often uttered with great reverence. Things that were attached to a person's name, a family history a filial relation. Throughout the generations, these words are no longer conceived to be part of the American idealistic views of the world. They no longer have a meaning, that which they once had. We often talk about integrity and honor with respect to our servicemen and women, the greatest warriors that protect the freedoms of Americans, to be idiots, and they suffer the wrath of these idiot Americans. Pity the fool, was once uttered by Mr. T during the television series, The A-Team. For those of you who don't know, it's a television series that ran from 1983 to 1987 on American TV. But what does integrity actually mean? Integrity has been the bedrock of existence throughout the human history. It's encompassed in such writings as the Bible. In fact, in Psalm 25:21, it's quoted, May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Some defined integrity, oh, if I was Joe Biden, I'd say, close quote. Some defined integrity as the quality of being honest and fair, the state of being complete or whole adherence to a code of moral or artistic values, not corruptible. Huh. Not often associated with our lives these days, is it? Interestingly enough, the code of honor is derived from chivalry, which was associated with knighthood. The Code of Chivalry was a code of conduct followed by knights during the medieval period. Not exactly the happy period of time, but it was developed approximately between the 11th and 12th century. However, according to David Crouch, who's a British medieval historian, the Code of Chivalry actually dated back much further to ancient times, which are less founded. They're less descriptive. Interestingly enough, the late medieval code of chivalry arose from the idealization brought by the synthesis of Germanic and Roman medieval martial traditions that often involved military bravery, training, and service to others. 
Yet according to common definitions, the code of chivalry was simply rules and customs of medieval knights. The virtues of courtesy, generosity, and valor. This is according to the medieval chronicles. The principles of chivalry were, one, fear of God and his church, two, serve the liege lord in valor and faith, three, protect the weak and defenseless, four, live by honor and full glory, and five, respect the honor of women. Hmm, wonder how chivalry has faded. As civilization developed further in the 14th century, the Duke of Burgundy actually broke these knight codes down, the code of chivalry, into several virtues. It's reported that they included the following, faith, charity, justice, prudence, temperance, resolution, truth, liberality, diligence, hope, and valor. But you might ask by this time, why am I bringing this up? What am I talking about? Integrity is defined by Oxford Dictionary as the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Moral uprightness. Having integrity apparently means doing the right thing in a reliable manner. It's kind of a personality trait that we admire, or a government that we no longer trust. Since it means a person has a moral compass, hopefully one that points in the right direction and it doesn't waver, it means to be whole as a character, not to be a character. So the next inquiry logically would follow, how does integrity differ from honesty? Honesty a kind of being truthful, sincere and free of deceit. While it is said integrity is steadfast and to strict moral codes they adhere. The Oxford Dictionary once again defines integrity as the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles that you refuse to change. The given example, surprisingly, is does the president adhere to moral codes? They said no one doubted that the president was a man of. Who is he anymore? What is he doing? Where's the integrity? Where's the honesty? But if you have integrity, you need to be honorable. How can you give and go somewhere else and be dishonorable? As defined in dictionary.com, honor is a keen sense of right and wrong, adherence to actual principles considered right. That interestingly enough, it says integrity. They run back into each other. So these words of honor and action, they're no longer associated with our government. Why is that? How is it possible? You ever think about that? How did our government become so untrustworthy? It's interesting, isn't it? So, when we look at our government, we look at things that they're in charge of. So, let's look at crime and no punishment. Can I ask someone, what did they actually think was going to happen? If our government or our system no longer has integrity and honor, can it still function at all? Can it function effectively, and do people disengage from following what the disorganized, dishonorable government tells you? when it lacks the integrity and honesty it's supposed to have. I call it kind of the boy who cried wolf and the little red, the little red riding hood syndrome. That's what we're experiencing right now. 
Things are completely out of control, aren't they? Is our society doomed for failure? Is the earth just spinning and spiraling completely out of control until it implodes? Where's rational thought gone? Is it on holiday? Has it taken a long vacation? Is anybody paying attention to the irrational thoughts of that, of the purportedly who are in charge? Ever sit there and wonder what are they actually doing and wonder why they are so ill-prepared for anything that comes up? When it's clearly that something should have been anticipated. Have you lost faith in the experts? Well, more importantly, the purported experts that claim to know everything. They give, the informa- they give you the information. No, they do not. They give you a conclusion, which you're supposed to, without question, follow. You know, for the experts out there, Americans are pretty intelligent, for the most part, except for about 29% of us. But those people can actually understand the data. They actually can give us the information. And then we can make our own decisions. Don't try to slam things through. Let us see what's behind the curtain. This is not the Emerald City. This is America. You know, I don't know if anyone in the government has realized it yet, but Americans are kind of fed up. We're angry. There are people acting out, exhibiting bad behaviors all over the place, everywhere. Crime is out of control. People are no longer sensible. And we are being taught to hate each other on an almost global scale. Is it simply divide and conquer? Or is it something more sinister? I submit it's burn down and rebuild to the Marxist image or the communist image. The communists are doing the best. They're not having to fire a shot and America is destroying itself from the inside. There's so many things going on this week that beg the question... Why are we spinning out of control? And you really don't believe anyone in your government anymore. Not that they have any intelligence, the wherewithal, or the will to begin to take control back of what's going on. To maybe solve some of the obvious problems that are going on and put rational thought back into our system. You know, I want to bring up some of the the crime and no punishment issues that we have in our society today. And I'll start off with the disaster that occurred in Waukesha, Wisconsin. You know, a tragedy, a travesty, a complete debacle of the system. But why? Why did it happen? We all know why it happened, don't we? We understood why it happened. When you let criminals out without charging them with anything, when they're out the same day that they got arrested for felonies, When there's no bail anymore, let's look at that tragedy. If anyone needed a demonstration on why the criminal justice system is failing, this was the poster child for what happens. When you have moronic decisions made in a prosecutor's office with a clear, decisive presentation of an individual that is so clearly a danger to the community that it should anger every single person on this planet, every single person in this country. The gentleman, and I use that phrase very liberally, who was 39 years old, I saw the video. It was horrible. It was horrendous. It appears he absolutely wantonly and willfully ran his vehicle, an SUV, a large SUV, 
into what was a Christmas parade of children, grandparents, parents, and citizens of the community. Miraculously, he was only able to kill six people and injured 62, ranging from 8 to 81. But why is it every time I see these things occur, every time I see another tragedy repeat itself, I wonder what our elected officials are doing with their spare time during their work days? Because clearly they have a thought of productive process in their brains, none during their workday. Have we learned nothing over the past 10 years regarding terrorism in this world? How many occasions has an individual ran their car into a group of people and killed them? Using that vehicle as a deadly weapon. I'll ask you that. So why? Why are we doing it again? After this break, we're going to take a short break right now, and I'll tell you what happened after. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And you're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about the tragedy in Waukesha. And the ill-prepared elected officials and everyone else pretty much that was supposed to be in charge of this parade. So I ask, why were we not prepared for this particular instance? Have we come have we become pathetically numb to the situation? Is the prosecutorial stature of these lunatic liberal district attorneys so lame as to believe that crime is no longer a criminal? You're seeing it in California. It's being ripped apart by it. And we'll discuss that later on. Yet we are beginning as a society to accept crime to accept it as a level of violence in our society. 
This is a horrific outcome. This is a travesty about to happen in the United States. It's happening right now. But it didn't start this year. It started during the Black Lives Matter riots, during the mostly peaceful protests, as CNN would put it, with billions of dollars of flamed-out buildings, property destroyed, businesses destroyed, that will never reopen again. The lunatic left, that's where they're going. We've become an acceptable society of violence. If we don't like something, we just destroy it. If we disagree, that's okay to burn everything down. It's acceptable to do that. And they somehow felt that they were permitted and that this was acceptable to burn down an entire city, to beat people, to destroy businesses and basically bring a giant melee to the main street. It almost looked like that movie, The Purge, where they just destroy the entire city. They do whatever they want to people, and that's okay, because it's The Purge. But here's the interesting fact. Most of us said it was unacceptable, and then we stood by and we did nothing. Ask yourself, how many of those people that burned down the cities, destroyed cars, destroyed police cars, destroyed police stations, millions and billions of dollars of damage and property and lives destroyed, how many were actually prosecuted? You know, if you answer that question, you'll know why it has become acceptable behavior. What I do not understand is why is it so difficult to understand that there is no consequences, that if there are no consequences to crime, if there are no consequences to criminal actions, criminals will become emboldened and become more active. Why does it seem that our elected officials and the idiots who are running these cities are totally taken aback and surprised by this? What makes them think for a second that this wasn't going to happen? as they let it happen over and over again without consequence. Insanity. Complete and utter insanity. I'll give you an example. In 2007, the prosecutor in Waukesha stated in an interview that his liberal policies will invariably let dangerous criminals go and people will be killed. And he stated in his own words, and I quote, you can bet people will be killed. I guarantee it. What more can you say as to the devastating acknowledgement of failed policies that are implemented and continue to exist today? Why did 62 people need to be run down because of failed policies? We as Americans have to understand that this is unacceptable. But you can't sit back on your kitchen tables that's if you can still afford one. You can't sit back on your couch potato couch and do nothing and then complain about it. You know, this is just a microcosm of what's going on all over the country. It's upsetting and it should be upsetting to every American out there. It's angering. It should make you furious. And yet we're doing nothing about it. It's becoming normalized. And that's when things are going to really fall apart. So, you have people who you put in charge. 
Well, I'll give you an example. Congresswoman, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, one of the brain squad, the trust. Our liberal left-wing nut. Yes. She literally did an interview on HBO admitting that she wants to release all criminals from jail within 10 years. Let me do the Biden thing. Let me say that again. Rashida Tlaib wants to release all criminals from jail within 10 years. Do you see what's going on here? Do you see their plan? As they fortify the capital where they stay with fences and extra police, and they hire private security, in fact, some of them hire three, four, five, six, seven, even nine extra security guards, and they put your lives and the lives of your family in jeopardy every single day with their moronic policies because it doesn't affect them. You are suffering by their hand as they ages. tell you Join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at you have the right to suffer. Right here on America's Web Radio. It's not right to be dead, is it? Is that your right? Your right is to be dead. Because they have their ideological policies that they're putting into effect. And it will never, ever affect them. So in conjunction with these moronic policies of crime is no longer a crime, and we'll cover a little bit more later on with the smash and grabs towards the end, you know, let's put the race card in play. We as Americans should no longer accept the race card. It should be declined at every instance it's used and presented just like a bad credit card. It should not be accepted by the American public. You know, I was trying not to bring up the Rittenhouse case again, but I really had no choice. I do have to respond to the insanity that's going on in the news media. I find it my civic duty to let you guys know. I know some of you do actually watch CNN, all eight viewers. But now that Chris Cuomo's been sidelined for doing, well, Personally, I'll, to digress for a second, personally what he did, I don't have a problem with. He helped his brother in every way he could. That's what brothers do. You love your brother, you help him any way you can. So he did that. But what he did do, that I do object to, is he lied. He lied to everyone on air. He decided... I'm not getting involved. I didn't do anything with my brother. All I did was advise him as a brother. I didn't do anything else. Well, during the Attorney General's investigation, that didn't exactly pan out to be correct. So, if you're a conservative, you are instantly canned. The mob is after you. You are destroyed. You're thrown off Twitter. And everything in your life is canceled. Because that's cancel culture. But interestingly enough, their superstar, Chris Cuomo, they didn't eat him alive. They suspended him indefinitely. Sort of like Jeffrey Tubin, who can't keep his Zoom conference up. But then he's back on track. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He, with Anderson Cooper, were the guys to kind of administer to the public the Chris Cuomo situation. There you go. Take the pervert. I'm sorry, alleged pervert. And... Tell him about the other guy who's he's doing things that he shouldn't be doing, doing opposition research for his brother. You know, what happened to guilty until proven innocent standard? You know, they used that for Kavanaugh, didn't they? That worked okay for Kavanaugh. 
Guilty until proven innocent. We don't need any facts. Except when it's a Democrat. Why is that? Is that D in that R section of the law again. D for Democrat, R for Republican. Two separate sections. So, getting back to the Rittenhouse case for a second. Every time something like this happens, they stoke the fireplace of racial injustice and burn everything down. Just as they intend to do to separate all of us and throw out the society that has come so far. Why is it that people like Joy Reid? It's like missing teeth. Do you like missing teeth? It's like a bad rash. You know, Joy Reid on MSNBC, she's still allowed to fester her stinking garbage that comes out of her mouth and still present that on the airwaves as some kind of an opinion or news. We can't really figure out what it is because that whole channel is a debacle, in my humble opinion. But the airwaves are public media. Statements like that so clear. The judge is on the other side of the Rittenhouse case. It's completely gross. It's irresponsible. And it's unabated racism. It's blatant lying to the American people. But it doesn't matter, does it? There were people who thought that the people who were shot when Rittenhouse was defending himself were black. Because that's what the media put out there. Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. Boy, I'd like to take that case on. That's going to be a multi-million dollar case, if not a lot more. The media outlets who called him a white supremacist have ruined his life based on, well, maybe it was Russian misinformation. But they had no proof, no evidence, not even an inkling of anything. But they put that garbage out on the air all day long. All day long they did that. Let's not even talk about the fact that NBC apparently, or MSNBC apparently had the jury van followed by one of its reporters trying to get pictures of the jury. And in fact, the judge, Bruce Schroeder, who they claimed was a Rittenhouse favorite, he was appointed by a Democrat. But that little fact was left out of the advertising poster for the white supremacist. You know, they banned MSNBC from the courthouse for the rest of the Rittenhouse trial because of that. Because you can't follow the jury van. Yeah, you can't. But they knew that, and that's okay. So one would think that after the American jury system has rendered its verdict, as it did in the Rittenhouse case, that justice was served. But mm-mm, nope. The media wants to take that narrative and throw it out the window. It doesn't fit their own narrative. So it doesn't work for them. Well, what do I mean by that? Why doesn't it work? They attacked the jury. They attacked the jury system. They attacked everything that justice stands for. It doesn't matter what the facts are. It never mattered. That's what you're missing. It never mattered. So what did we do? Let me be clear. Five counts, not guilty. Rittenhouse goes free. That's the way the system works. So let's take a short break and we'll figure out what's going on next. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. 
Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about the jury being attacked and the things that were coming out of MSNBC, CNN, and everybody was outraged by the white supremacists they claimed that got off. No justification for calling that ever. And the courts will certainly award him a boatload of money. But on the other hand, let's look at the Arbery case. You know, case close to home in Georgia. Again, a white jury, one African-American. Same constitution of the jury as there was in the Rittenhouse case, interestingly enough. The jury in the Arbery case convicted those three idiots. And quite frankly, in my humble opinion, they should have. It was a clear case. Very simple. The jury did its job. And you wonder, what was the difference? What was the difference between Rittenhouse and Aubrey as to the jury system? Well, in the Rittenhouse case, they claimed the jury system didn't work. But miraculously, then again, in the Aubrey case, it worked. Because there was a conviction. 
What if it would have gone the other way? They would have been completely confused. I bet they would have. You can't have unjust results. There's consequences to unjust results. The media, the lamestream media, is coming out against the jury system. Again, burn it down, tear it apart, because you can rebuild it in your own image if you do that. But what are they yapping about? What is the media yapping about? Fortunately, the jury system works. After 33 years of being in it, the jury system and the legal system in this country works. You know, they used to have a saying that it used to say, the jury system in the United States is the worst system in the world, except if you compare it to every other one. Then it's the best. You know, despite what the media is yapping about, despite what everyone else is telling you on those other channels, listen to me. The jury system works. It is a jury of your peers. Okay? It is the best system in the world, bar none. There's nothing, nothing that you can even point to remotely close to it. Would you rather have it go the other way? Would you rather be, hey, you are guilty until proven innocent? No, because that's not the way we do it in a freedom-loving country. You know, one of the things we do have to do in this country, and we do have to do it very quickly, is we got to get crime under control. The society is imploding. It's destroying itself. It's basically evaporating before our eyes. You know, you talk about crime punishment and the race card we were talking about. Let's look at the Jesse Smollett case. We haven't mentioned that yet. You know, when he was allegedly attacked, a race crime, a hate crime, the MAGA guys got him. That's what the, that's what the rationale for all of the media hype behind it. Kamala Harris chimed in. Everybody was chiming in. Oh, my God, you can't let this go. we got to get the MAGA guys. Oh, my goodness. And Chicago not exactly being known for MAGA headquarters. But, again, don't let the facts confuse everything with a good story. Take the story. So this was pursued by the Chicago police as if it was the murder of an elected official somewhere at the head of the table. It was treated as the most important case on the planet. 3,000 hours of police work apparently went into this. And then guess what they found? Oops. It was a fake. A hoax. Or maybe perhaps it was Russian misinformation. You never know in the mainstream media these days. But now, what was even more interesting is now they have this guy filing false complaint, false report, state documents. Those are all misdemeanors. All of them. All of them. Problems. Crime, right? You can't report a fake crime. So now what happens? Now they find out it's a fake crime, and there's lots of evidence to show. And they're going through the trial now. In fact, I believe the prosecution just rested. Defense is going to put on their case. That's going to be interesting. This guy better hope he's a great actor. I don't think I'd put him on the stand, though. Not like the Rittenhouse case where the truth shall set you free. Here it's the lies shall incarcerate you. 
So Smollett apparently was looked at by Kim Fox, who's the prosecutor there. And unfortunately, after a call from her good friend, Michelle Obama, everything became swept under the rug. You know, so when did it become important? Because I missed that section of the law. When did it become important that race, gender, and sexual orientation of a criminal was important to whether or not we are going to prosecute him? Did I miss something in law school? I think I did. So my concept is justice is supposed to be blind, but justice is not supposed to be stupid. So what happened? So they stepped in and they quashed the prosecution. Or did they? So now they started again. So they went after him. Now, what happened? So now he's on trial. and I guess we'll find out what they came up with. But if you don't know the story, apparently he paid two guys that he knew, two African-Americans, in fact, to go wear MAGA hats and portray a scene from a lynching where they allegedly poured bleach on him and they put a noose around his neck. But, alas, none of this ever really happened. But it didn't stop the media from jumping on board full throttle. It's a race-hate crime. Ooh, look out. Everybody, the worst thing. Oof. But it was a lie. So now what does that do? It's not just the case that the guy is now a criminal, that he lied about it, but every other person who brings a case that's a real hate crime to the forefront is going to be affected by this idiot, Smollett. What he has done is he set back race relations. He pinned one person against another, for no reason at all. Again, stupid people doing stupid things without consequences. My personal opinion is I hope they throw the book at him. He should get everything that's coming to him. You know, what's the solution here? What do we do? Crime's out of control. Do we give everybody a gun? Or do we start prosecuting criminals? It can't go like this. It cannot happen. Everybody's out of jail, and you don't prosecute criminals. But it seems the way the liberal cities are going. Good luck with that, guys. Good luck. The statistics on crime are almost rising as fast as the gas prices at the pump under the Biden administration. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe we'll wake up. You know... The real crimes of hate have to be prosecuted severely. When you do something like this, you water down the effect of anything that it has to do. So now, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about our brief, brief new COVID-19. We have a new variant out there for those of you who have been living on the rocks. And the new variant comes to the United States, comes to California. It's in Canada. It's in Australia. And apparently it started out of South Africa. Well, not maybe started, but that's where it was first detected. So our brilliant new scientists, or the same scientists with the brilliant new ideas, which are the same ideas as they had before that didn't work, they're talking about, again, mandated quarantines, mandated you know, shutdowns. I just... 
they haven't learned their lesson. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and trying to get a different result. And it's just not possible here. They're going to take this country down into a tailspin again. So Fauci was given a news press conference the other day, and one of the reporters asked him a great question. You know, they want us to get serious. They want us to mask up. Two masks, three masks, wash your hands, don't go out, stay indoors, stay around people, stay away from people. Don't go to parties. Don't go anywhere. Stay in your cars. Don't stay in your cars. It keeps changing. It's all over the place. But here's the question that I thought was really interesting. He wants us to take this seriously. Everybody get a shot. Get some more boosters. Get another booster. Get another booster shot. I personally got vaccinated. I'm having a little hesitation with the booster shot because I'm not sure yet what they are expecting and whether or not it's going to be effective against anything or am I just putting something back into my body and in another month they're going to tell me, no, no, sorry, that wasn't effective. Here, try this one. I'm all up for trying things, but not things that are not working. So I want to see the data. You know, I went on the CDC website. Interestingly enough, I've learned that there are no tracking devices in the vaccine, that the vaccine doesn't make you magnetic, but not a shred of data on that website that could be understood and looked at empirically. They must think we are complete idiots. Follow my conclusion. Don't ask about the data. Well, I'm asking. I want to see what's going on. So when Fauci was asked about the border, he said, that's a different situation. We don't have plans to do anything at the border. Listen, you want me to be serious about this COVID-19, and I think it is very serious. But why are you bringing in a population of people with your blessing, bringing them into the United States with a 20% infection rate, and then shipping them all over the United States in the middle of the night. You want me to be serious about the vaccine? Then get serious about the disease. You know, you want me to limit my travel. You don't want to let me on an aircraft unless I'm vaccinated, unless, of course, I'm an illegal alien and part of the invasion. So that's what you want. You know, you want me to listen to you, but you don't want me to listen to rational thought. You know, I don't see them shipping these invading aliens to Nantucket Island, to Martha's Vineyard, over to San Diego, by Nancy Pelosi's house. No, 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 no. That's not where they're going. They're going to your inner cities where they could disappear in the population and infect the rest of us. So, you know, now I understand that the Build Back Better plan or is what I like to call it, the big, bold, bold plan, that that plan, apparently the $1.75 trillion that they trimmed it down to with some accounting tricks, that they've taken that away, and now the score is somewhere around $5-6 trillion. But hey, that's not going to affect anyone under 400000 Don't worry about it, because the government said so. And that leads me back to the honor and integrity. When you've lost your honor and integrity as a government, nobody listens to you. Nobody believes what you're saying. You know, on the bright side, I'm glad we did fund the government till February 18th, 2022. So that was done last night. 
welcome to the party. But what is the government doing? What are we funding? Nah, they don't want you to know about that. They don't want you to ask. Don't tell us. We don't think we want to know. So I was looking for some successes this week with the Biden administration, but turns out they're 0 for 3 in the court system right now. Federal judges have stepped in, and they're trying to bring some sanity back to the operations of the Biden administration. You know, that's something that we will talk about in a little few minutes after our little break here. But, yeah, they're 0 for 3 in the courts right now. And they buried themselves. No one else buried them. They buried themselves. You can't overreach as a government. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the shows, hosts, and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back at Bite of Reality. So, right before the break, we were discussing the Biden administration successes this week. Um, And we were 0 for 3 on the mandates. Federal courts have blocked those right now. And I was also looking for the administration. They were picking their nominees for their various offices and That's not going so well either. You know, they have these people who they pick, which I guess the qualification is to be insanely left-wing ideologues with zero ability to understand or, to be fair, and equitable. I know that's a word that we'll have to define maybe next week. So they apparently they brought in this nominee, Gigi Sohn, And apparently she believes that Fox News needs to be taken off the air, that conservatives need to be deplatformed, and they need to be silenced. When asked a direct question as to whether or not she had an opinion as to whether or not big tech should censor conservatives more or less, she basically said, I'm not talking. That's great. 
That is awesome. You're the nominee for the Federal Trade or the FCC, and you don't want to talk. It's pretty incredible. You don't want to talk about whether or not censorship is important. Hmm. I don't know. It just, it, it, my feeling is that they are really, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I mean, listen, even Joe Biden can come up with somebody better. He's got to have somebody in his little, uh, you know, alcove there, his cabinet. I know his cabinet's not exactly the strongest. I mean, some of the people they were putting forth, um, communists, they went to communists, they, they went to school in Russia. They believe that capitalism is evil. You know, listen. If you're going to start with an idiot, you're going to get an idiot. And if you're going to start with a stupid policy, you're going to get a stupid policy. It's not much of a, a surprise there. You know, but I guarantee you, if one of these people is going to get in, it's going to pass muster. And you're going to reap the benefits of the stupidity. You know, part of this administration's, I guess, their, their acumen, they really, really do have the ability to place blame elsewhere. It's amazing how an administration can't take blame for anything that goes on. Initially, when the economy was tanked, it's Trump's fault. Trump did it. Then when the economy started picking up and it got better and everything that Trump had put into effect was coming back strong, oh, that's ours. Oh, oh, no, it wasn't Trump anymore. Now, it's just where, where do they get off blaming everything else on something else? Their policies are never – it's like gas prices. We were energy independent. That has a downward pressure on the market throughout the global economy. But that's not good enough. I keep hearing it's a global economy. Yes, it's a global economy. But don't be an idiot. Don't shut off. What the, is the difference? Explain to me. And, and I'm, I'm not a smart guy. I talk on the radio, but I'm not really a smart guy. Just ask my brother. He'll tell you. What is the difference between getting a barrel of oil from the United States and getting a barrel of oil from Russia, who hates us, or getting a barrel of oil from the Middle East, the OPEC nations, who love to hate us. I don't see any. So now I want to hit on some local news in New York, uh, one of our favorite guys to pick on. I, I call this section sort of the shooting gallery, a bright idea or another dim-witted action. Well, just wanted to let everyone know that New York City has now opened up its first illegal overdose prevention center, established by the Honorable Idiot-in-Chief Bill de Blasio. His greatest achievement is now giving drug addicts a supervised place to set up and use drugs, giving them needles, the appropriate equipment, a safe space, so that they can shoot themselves full of drugs. The only requirement, though, right now, is that you must bring your own drugs to the place, well, I'm pretty sure that that's probably a supply chain problem. But as soon as they get that straightened out, leave it to the city. They'll probably supply them with drugs also. But they set the school up across the street. Well, they said, I should say, they set the school. They set this drug center up across the street from a school. Let me give you the Joe Biden again. Let me repeat that. They set the drug shooting gallery up across the street from a school. Yeah, what could go wrong there, huh? What could go wrong? You know, <laughs> you 
you, you got to really wonder when they think up these things, how high they are and how many other uh, drugs they're doing, because there's no rationale, none whatsoever, for setting up a shooting gallery for drugs across the street from a school. I understand the concept. You want to make a safe space for drug addicts to do drugs. Hey, here's an idea, Mayor de Blasio. How about setting up a safe city for people to come in and enjoy the holidays? How about setting up a safe place where people aren't stabbed every day like they were last night in Columbia University? How about, Mayor de Blasio, you putting the police force back on the street to do their job and letting them do their job? How about that? How about we try something different? How about we try law and order again instead of idiocy and hypocrisy? I know that's his specialty, and he's out of office in a couple of months. Not soon enough for me. He has destroyed that city. What Giuliani built, he destroyed completely. People are getting killed every single day. Broad daylight. They're getting shot. They're getting stabbed. But that's okay. That's part of the American culture now. It's the violence that we've taken and the violence that we accept that we deserve. So... Now I understand, accordingly, the news is all a must, uh, or all a buzz with the Kamala Harris being surpassed on the next of kin list for Joe Biden by Pete Buttigieg. Well, I'm pretty sure that when they're talking about the Democratic Society of America and the Democratic Republic, that they didn't exactly have in mind what the Democrats want to do to this country. Democrats used to make fun of the Republicans wanting to throw granny over the cliff when it came to health care. I'm pretty sure right now the Democrats at this point have taken us all over the cliff with granny. So, you know, I watched Joe Biden this week and apparently he's sick and I do wish him well. I do wish he has a speedy recovery. He claims it's a cold from his grandson. Um, but I really hope that they had fixed the teleprompter yet because he seemed really confused in Michigan this week. He was trying to give a speech at the NIH, and he seemed to be all over the place, almost as bad as I am, but not that bad. He's the president. He's supposed to be coherent. I'm just a talk show host. I can be incoherent. That's the benefits. If you weren't concerned about his mental state last week, I'm pretty sure if you look at the videotapes, you might want to take a closer look. That's not exactly the... the look that we want to present to our, our vast uh, cross-the-seas ally there, China. Oh, wait, they're not an ally. <laughs> Just ask Joe. He'll tell you. You know, you want to face the American public, you want to do it with a little bit of spunk. You want to do it with a little jump-up-and-down kind of opinion there. You know, you want to give it back. You know, Joe Biden, he keeps talking about these, these catchphrases, the kitchen table issues. That's great. Kitchen table, if you can afford it. Under his administration, we're not doing so good on the kitchen table. But, you know, I want to take a look real quick at the smash and grabs. Hey, Prop 47. Anything under 450 used to be grand theft. Used to be a felony. Now, $950. The 14 guys that they grabbed from that giant looting season in San Diego the other day were out the same day, the same exact day. Listen, you want to have a surge in crime, take the crime out of the criminal. Criminals are out the same day. No bail. That's another brilliant thing. Yeah, don't put anybody in jail. Leave them out. 
the root cause of crime is not the pandemic. When this White House stops spewing this garbage, maybe we can get to fixing it. I heard Jen Psaki say the other day, that's the case. It's the root causes, the pandemic. No, it's not, you morons. The White House is under the mistaken impression that that is the cause. It is not. You know, Joe Biden might be a nice guy, but honestly, I think he lacks the capacity to run this country. The root root cause of crime is very simple. Ineffective prosecutors, police being hindered in their performance of their job, elected legislators who believe that crime is not criminal. It doesn't require an intelligence guy. It really doesn't. Look what's happening. It's clear. You know, you want to take a look at California? That's a mess. It's a complete mess. And what was their response? Uh, we're working on it. We're, we're getting there. In 1990, criminal law California was phenomenal. They had the three strikes rule. They were tough on crime. Now, switch to 2021. Look what's going on there. You know, you exacerbate the situation when you have prosecutors that don't prosecute. When you take the crime out of criminals, you let them go. So next week we're going to get into a little bit more about how we believe this administration can change. We need a plan of action. You know, George Gascon's got to go. Lieutenant Governor Gavin Gavin Newsom's got to go. But life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, everyone, I think that's where we have to head. And we have to put criminals away. We have to become a society that we were. Take the lessons we learned and use them effectively. Don't fall back on your haunches now. Don't let the liberals run this country. They will run it into the ground, and they will take it away from you. You will have nothing to say from your couch potato couch. You know, it's all about you. Think about what you do. And the next time you go to that voting booth, think about who you're voting for, whether or not they represent you or they represent their own interests. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.